Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You asked for it. Here it is. It's a podcast from Apathetic Enthusiasm. In this episode, we are talking about some Disney reboots and some Gremlin reboots. We have all the boots. It's apathetic enthusiasm. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Just another show like any other at the end of a long holiday weekend where technology is out to get us and Brandon... (laughs) Has questionable fashion choices. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My I name is Travis. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, everybody. I am Brandon, and welcome to the podcast. Yeah, you know, I'm in right now. I'm I've I've got my fishing long sleeve shirt, uh, which is what I'm wearing. It, it it looks a little too close to a rash guard. Like it looks like if you were trying to find an item of clothing in your house that could pass as a rash guard, that's the shirt I would grab. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I'm 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 good with that. Um yeah, I mean it's it's got SPF, you know, it's got S yeah. The whole the old good old SPFs. That's and I went running earlier, right? And so that's that that's a big part of it. That's a big Makes part sense. of it. Makes sense. Better than me. I haven't run since Thursday. So Oh. There you go. Look at you. Good good on you. Good on you. But I ran a mile and a half in um under eleven minutes. I I did not do that. Uh, I have not done that, and I never will do that. <laughs> I did it last week. Oh, um, okay. welcome, welcome to the show. If you're new here, there are lots of ways that you can keep up with us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Apathusiast. I'm at Jokelmino. He is at Barnyard Cruise. We're on Facebook. You can email us, apatheticenthusiasm at show at gmail.com. Instagram. We're posting some, some reels. Are we posting reels, or are we just posting posts of videos? I don't know. Uh-huh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you post them as reels, then I can share them better on my stories. This is this is how we this is how we figure stuff out while I'm doing the housekeeping for the podcast. Anyway, apathetic <laughs> underscore enthusiasm over on Instagram. Go to our website, apatheticenthusiasm.com. You can find everything we do podcast related. Streaming live on a national holiday at twitch.tv slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thanks to everybody who had the free time in their schedule to uh, hang out on stream tonight. Uh, if you can't catch the stream, but you still want to see some video, you can go to youtube.com slash apathetic enthusiasm, catch all of our podcasts over there. Finally, the, the MVPs at patreon.com slash apathetic enthusiasm. Thanks to all of you. Uh, if you want to be a patron, drop some money in the tip jar, get some additional perks. We love our patrons. Thanks for being there. Uh, Brandon. Yeah. I've given you some time. To collect yourself, <laughs> to how how is your weekend? How 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 are you doing? Uh, I I know you got some big runs uh, in now that you're the big runner, and I'm just a schlub. Um, how are things? How are you feeling? <laughs> um, f-, f man, you know, like <laughs> right right now, 
right now I'm I am not doing too good because I I know why I'm having internet issues right as we speak, uh, which is my my laptop is connected to the wrong Eero. It's connected to the Eero on the other side of the house, not the mm. one that is like five feet away. Uh, and and so, so isn't this always little, the way? Isn't this always the way? With it's always it, it is always the way. Internet connections. Uh, so so now what we have is me. <laughs> thinking the entire time being distracted being like eventually i'm going to cut out and travis can be like what oh hey everybody brandon is frozen again <laughs> which i which i know is what what's going to happen next you know so so here's an option is i can just start talking about something for an extended period of time and for everyone except the video viewers <laughs> they'll 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 not know they'll be none the wiser um, but then you'll also have no idea what I was talking about. So, so the, well, this this could be problematic, but this also uh, assumes that you listen to what I'm saying when it's <laughs> my turn to talk on the podcast. That that's fair. I have been troubleshooting things uh, while you've been uh, doing the housekeeping at the start. Yeah. So no worries. Well, uh, we'll go ahead and make this uh, Travis's video game corner, uh, where we <laughs> check in on Travis and his. Uh, journeys through Hyrule in the hit new video game, Legends of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, just a quick update. Yes, obviously we talked about this game uh, a little bit in our in our last episode. But uh, after a couple weeks of playing it, and no, just to just to settle all of the rumors out there, I we didn't not podcast last week just because I was playing Tears of the Kingdom. We um. But it may have contributed a little bit. Yeah, it, it may have contributed just just a little bit. Uh, la- last week, last week we, what, what happened? We went into Monday, and we we you got real Muppet vibes going on today, Brandon. <laughs> I'm just gonna let you know. If you don't watch the video normally, recommend you head out to YouTube or or check it out uh, somewhere where it's available. <laughs> yeah, we we went in. We went in. My hair is fine. We went into Monday, and we we thought. Yeah, what do we want to talk about? Because we had nothing. We had we had zero zilch. I had nonsense. literally been spending the whole week playing Tears of the Kingdom and consuming no other content. The only thing that we thought about maybe talking about was the death of the Galactic Star Cruiser uh, at Disney. Yes. But yes. that wasn't that wasn't enough to like do the entire no. the entire episode. So it would have been like here's five minutes. And that's it. Expensive hotels die, right? Yeah, I mean, assuming assuming they're not luxury hotels, which do very well with a luxury type clientele, they'll die. But but when it's a a two and a half day uh, immersive themed escape room hotel, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you're gonna I think you're gonna hit the cap on. Um, how many people can participate in that when it's five grand a weekend? Yeah. Um, we had, anyway, we had, yeah, we had, we had those th- we had those thoughts of like, oh, when you know when we get out of the military and we do retire, it would be like a retirement thing. But no, man, that's that's too that's too expensive. That's too damn that's expensive. Yeah. When you could do like a real cruise, that's yeah. real. Yeah, for and, probably less money. And dress um, up like Star Wars characters and just interact with everybody on the cruise like you're on a Star, Star Cruise. We should go on an actual cruise and ask them for, like, missions and ask them to, like, 
help us break into the the command center so that we I, can pilot the ship. I I wonder if if those the attendants and stuff on a cruise would be like this. This sounds interesting. Something to to break up the monotony of another cruise and getting COVID again. Um, you know, thing, things like things like that. But anyway, all, all jokes aside, I do want to say one thing. Um, and it has to do with the business side of Disney versus the creative side of Disney. Um, the Galactic Star Cruiser was a really cool experiment. It was a really cool attraction that was priced exceptionally high. But for those people that did have an opportunity or have an opportunity in the remaining few months to go participate in that experience, I've heard really outstanding things. For the actors and performers and uh, musicians and chefs and everybody that worked really hard to make that experience special for the people that could afford it. Um, from what I've heard, they didn't know that this was closing until the announcement in that business call. So for them, like they just found out that they don't get to do this anymore either. And I think that really sucks. Additionally, the Imagineers and the other people that come up with the ideas for how to make this a really cool experience. Um, rumor is they were also working on more projects to extend the story, to create new things and, and, and plus it up. And, and they're not going to get to work on that anymore either. So yes, this will ultimately result in hundreds of millions of dollars in tax write-offs that Disney can recoup some of, of the loss for, but generally speaking, this sucks for a lot of people, fans and cast members alike. So um, yeah, just, and I'll never get to go to it because nah, I you, can't afford it. <laughs> can't, can't afford it. We're not. We're not rich. We're not rich people. Which is, you know, exactly the type of people that a Star Wars fan is. Um, yeah, but anyways, we're just extremely know. irresponsible. Uh, <laughs> either, either way, either way. Anyway, right. back to my gaming minute. That's I, I do want to. S- we, we were dedicated to that. <laughs> did <laughs> you reset your internet, or did you just get involved in that conversation? What? No, 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 no. What? No, no. I'm, I'm I, just saying. I, Okay. Well, anyway, back to my gaming notes real quick. Tears of the Kingdom. Um, I'm two weeks in. I just finally finished my wheel of like abilities. This game is so big in terms of like what you can do and all the side quests. I have not unlocked the entire map. I have not even done half of like the initial like dungeons that you can go through. Um, and I'm having a great time. Tears of the Kingdom is phenomenal. There's so much cool stuff in it, and um, yeah, it's game of the year easily. Easily, that's it. That's my those are, those are my thoughts on on top that, K. That's very 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 cool, Travis. I'm glad you're playing that game, and what I really like about that game is as many side quests as it has, and you know you you haven't done a lot of the dungeons and stuff yet, but you know there's just it's a phenomenal game, and but I when you were I, playing it. You have a Switch, right? Yeah. What do we? I do. Yeah, yeah. About? No, I was playing Smash Brothers with a kiddo the other, the other day. Unlocking My kid's all playing the... Smash all the time, and I'm just oh. like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not good at it. Nah, it's it's okay. It's, it's okay. a game. It's a game I have to take time to invest energy in so that I can get good enough to be decent. But all that's right, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. All right, moving on. Moving on to the main topics for this show. 
and we, we we spent some time already talking about Disney. We talked about uh, Disney projects and Disney trying to do new things. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about a movie that opened this weekend, which is yet another attempt from the Disney company to make money off of millennials nostalgia. <laughs> uh, and that is a live quote unquote live action reboot of a classic <laughs> animated film. Uh, this, this of course was the little mermaid, uh, which released this weekend. Uh, my family was excited to go out and see this. We went and saw it. Uh, I'm pretty sure you guys didn't go and see it. Did you? You were, wait, 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 you were excited to go see it. My family, like Sheena was, okay. okay. was like, absolutely. We are seeing this movie. We're seeing it in theaters. Like, yes. But were you excited to see it? Um, as excited as I was to see any other Disney, uh, live action remake, which I will say, well, I would say I was more excited to see this than some of the other ones. Cause some of the other ones I still haven't seen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought that from what I saw in trailers, I thought that they were going to do a good job with this one. I did like the little mermaid story, um, and, and the original animated film growing up. So I thought, yeah, this this one I would like more than some of the other ones. Uh, stop, Captain. Sorry, am I making noise with it? Uh, anyway, um, yeah. So it's uh, I was excited to see it, uh, okay. but not nearly as excited as uh, Sheena or or some of my kids. <laughs> well, I I I have to ask that right. I have to ask that question because it is one of those things for me. I mean, I, I like Disney, all right, but I'm not a Disney super fan, right? What is sure. what is what does Disney provide to us that I even care about as a fan? Doesn't mean you, you don't even have to answer that question because there's nothing basically, not a single thing. Galactic Star Cruiser are dead at at three years old. Nothing um, Star Wars, nothing Marvel, nothing that has taken up <laughs> hours of time on this podcast. Of course, of course, of owned course. or distributed by Disney. Um, yeah. but so. The idea of these these live action, and we use we use the quotes there because yes, they're real actors, but they're still heavy CGI in the yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, what I would say is like, especially if they're like straight up remakes, essentially, like I don't need to see an actor do it if it's basically the same movie, right? If it's a reimagining, if there's some some changes or change the plot and theme that like have you look at look at the content and look at the story in a completely different way then i'm like okay yeah i I can get behind that but if i'm like it here's here's what it's like it's like weezer's cover of toto's africa where it's like it's a note for note it sounds exactly the same and like why don't i need you i have the original yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with you, um, by and large, and I would say that the departures from the animated film were some of the things I liked most about the movie. Although there were some scenes where I was like, "This, this is legit. This is cool," um, and it's cool to see it in a different way, um, much in the same way like you take other classic stories like. Romeo and Juliet, uh, Three Musketeers. Some of those stories have been done and redone numerous times with 
a different flavor, different actors. They're ultimately telling the same story. The, the issue that I have with some of these Disney remakes is they are taking not the source material typically, like they are taking their source material. So the version of the story that Disney has already popularized through their animated films and playing off of that version of the story, which often also includes the original music from the animated film, which is, I mean, a lot of the music's great. A lot of the music has standed, stood up for, for decades, so I can't fault them for that. But I know this was true for the Beauty and the Beast remake, um, and it's definitely true for The Little Mermaid. There are some new songs, some original songs. I mean, since Lin-Manuel Miranda became popular, he has had his hand in, I think, every Disney film uh, that's come out since Hamilton hit Broadway. So, Because I know he was working on Moana while performing as Alexander Hamilton on Broadway. So, And since then, his name is in the credits of almost every Disney movie I've seen. So uh, there are some new songs from Lin and... and um, Ultimately, I, the movie was good. I think I think the movie did a good job of retelling the story, and especially for a, a younger audience that may have missed the animated one for whatever reason, this this is a new way for them to experience the story um, in, in a new way. Uh, I thought I, I I do think the actors did a great job in their performances. Um, Melissa McCarthy was kind of like the standout for me as Ursula. I thought she did a really great job playing that character and um, was just really funny and interesting to watch. Um, the graphics, the CGI were really good for most of the movie. <laughs> One okay. thing that's gotten me, and, and this is not the bald guy being anti-hair, but CGI hair underwater is very difficult it is very difficult to get right there are times when i didn't even notice it which tells me they did a great job with it yeah but there were yeah. other times when i was like that takes me out <laughs> that's that's suspending my disbelief a little bit um it's a, it's a it's the beauty of of art sometimes to where belief. Yeah, anyway well, yeah. no 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 not the, not the the belief to suspending but the like sound design or you know, like the things that you you notice if they're not there you definitely when you and if you've noticed that they are there then they've done a bad job like they need to be so kind of yeah like, subconscious like they you know something is is there's a verisimilitude for like, this is, I feel like I'm, I'm in this real world, but if somebody like messed up the mix and uh, they did like a footstep, like, you know, there's somebody's walk through the hall and all of a sudden it's like, gunk, gunk. but like the person who's walking hasn't changed their gait at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, then it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Now I know I'm watching a movie. Right. It's things like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I, anyway, I, I am curious how long Disney is going to keep making these types of films. The problem is, I don't know if this is a problem. Maybe this is great. 
the movie has opened to like over a hundred million uh, in its opening weekend, right? So the movie has been very successful in its opening weekend. It will probably continue to be successful over the coming weeks. And that's us telling Disney, keep going, keep keep making, keep keep doing these remakes. Um, and, and they probably will. I, I'm just wondering, like, well, they so they just announced that they are remaking Moana as a live action film with yeah. Dwayne Johnson uh, playing Maui, which is the, he played the the Maui character in the animated film. So I think that's like the most recent animated film that they've already said like they're going to do a remake of like Maui's or not Maui Moana is still popular as an animated film. Like it's not, it's not doing poorly <laughs> in its original state. Yeah. So why don't, I don't know. Why don't they, let, let's, let's, let's spitball some, throw out a, a, a Disney movie that you would like to see a live action remake of. I, I have, I have mine in my head already. We'll see. We'll see how close we match up. Mm, okay. All all Disney animated films, fair game. I, I I know I know which one I'm going with. Song of the South. Travis picks <laughs> Song of the South. <laughs> uh, I think I think the uh, West Coast Splash Mountain closes in like yeah. two days. Yep. So finally finally rid of that theming. Um, was that really? Were you just setting all of that up for that bit, or do you have an actual answer? <laughs> no, I I have an actual answer. Um, uh, I was I was hoping I was hoping that you would have one, uh, but, uh, but you well, also have like a, a a larger encyclopedia library of of movies to go through. I I mean the one that stands out to me as something that would be really cool live action wise would be Big Hero Six, um, but I think I think they might are they are they doing that already? They might they may not be. Uh, I I feel I yeah I feel like that is something that we had heard, huh? Huh. I don't know. Well, uh, if only we had a way to look things up on the internet. No, I can't anyway. use any inter- internet for anything other than, <laughs> than podcasting. Otherwise, um, it's going to But that, that, again, is a relatively recent one that, um, you know, has it's it's not a movie that's, like, been overlooked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, really old school ones that, uh, I don't know, you could do, like, sword in the stone oh yeah that'd be that, 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 could, that could maybe be cool that was that was like a dark time in disney animation so they may not be wanting to revisit that but i don't know I, what, did you have a thought yeah uh tron <laughs> okay good <laughs> no yeah. that was maybe a tron sequel maybe we could get a tron sequel yeah like a legacy sequel um i think no no the, the one that i had in my head uh travis was are you, are you are you here? You, yeah, you I'm here? listening. Check this out. Check this out, Travis. You listening for this one? Lilo and Stitch. Like, I think that would be a fun one to to do a live action for. I thought I heard they're doing that. Oh, are they? Oh, good, good. They're they're finally listening to me, Disney. Uh, but like like I think that one would be fun because that ends up being more of like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit. <laughs> to, yes. To, yeah, yeah. Right. Oh hey, Greg is in the Twitch Lilo chat. Lilo and oh. Stitch, uh, live action. Um, yeah, 
yeah it's, with rock producing it's it's a thing i think it's a thing that's in development um, okay so yeah so yeah there we go there we go that would be that'll be a fun one anyway there you go. um all in all what would you what would you rate that what would you rate little mermaid the the remake um i'd give it uh 7.8 okay mm, maybe even an eight give it eight yeah. okay all right eight. Yeah. all right that's not that's not too bad you've heard it here first travis's rating of eight eight seashells by the <laughs> eight crustaceans <laughs> Um, no, uh, it was good. Um, I mean, the music was good. The acting was good. CGI crazy. was all right. Yeah, it was fun. It's, it's good. Good flick. Go, go see it with your kids. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, speaking of seeing things with your kids, there is a uh, there is a new show out uh, on 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 Max. Max. The recently rebranded HBO Max <laughs> to now just Max. Um, can okay. can I tell you something about the rebrand real quick? You, you want to talk about yeah, let's talk about this rebrand real quick. Max has gotten more play in my household over the last week than HBO Max probably did in general because of the addition of all of that Discovery and TLC content. My wife has a brand new platform to watch all the home renovation shows that she wants. <laughs> um, and, and all the, and I'm, I'm telling you like, say what you will about dropping the HBO and just calling it max. But, uh, it's, it is increasing viewership, at least in this house. Um, cause I'm still watching all my same nonsense that I was watching on HBO max, but now we're doubling it with home renovation shows. Great. That's 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 great. That's great. Um, because much like all those home renovation shows, you have people going in there just smashing shit. Kind of like the pilots in World War Two used to say uh, people, you know, these th things would land on the wings, make them crash. These little gremlins, you know, yeah, 20,000 feet. What a, <laughs> what a what a great <laughs> transition. <laughs> classic right okay all right so so on max is gremlins colon secrets of the mogwai um and uh so this is this was a show that i i mean i wasn't ex i wasn't excited for like i, I was like i wasn't like yeah woo gremlins Yay. anime show that's you got gremlins behind you gremlins are prominently featured on every <laughs> episode of apathetic enthusiasm i i i love i love gremlins I, I always I always bring them out, right? I got my my Gremlins novelization books, which I which I still need to read through. I, I love I love you got me you guys got me a Gremlin lunchbox. Um, I did yeah. And and there's this there's this spider Gremlin from Gremlins Two, the new batch, a Neko figurine that is like like a hundred and seventy bucks, and I'm like, oh, that's gonna be so badass when I when I waste so much money on that someday. <laughs> uh, but anyway, having said that, though, the animated this animated series that is is on Max, yep. I wasn't like, oh, this is something I need to see. Like, I'm interested in modern Gremlin stuff. I wasn't, I didn't care about the origin story of of Gizmo necessarily. Sure. Um, Having said that, 
coming out of last week where we didn't have anything to talk about on the podcast, like, you know what? I see that it, it started. Some people said some good things about it. Let's go ahead and give it a shot. And uh, so there's only, there's two episodes out as of today. Uh, there may be a third one out by the time this airs, but uh, I watched, I watched the two episodes. I asked you to watch the two episodes yeah. and we're have a little discussion about some, well, some gremlins colon secrets of the Mogwai. Little children's animation content for you. Um, which I, I think the first thing I would ask you, having watched this, is who do you think the target audience for this show is? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I legitimately don't know. I'll, I'll start by saying the animation is really good. Sure. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it, there's something, the way, it, the way it's animated got to give credit to all the new animated shows and, and movies that have been coming out that have like a, allowed people to allowed creative folks to design unique art styles. Right. And, yeah. and have those in, in on, on shows. But so there, there's that um, there are like some, there's some dark stuff that happens in the, in the, t in the two episodes. Uh, there's like, there's more magic than I thought there was going to be in, in the series. And like one of the scenes with maybe uh, uh, a dark magician was legitimately creepy. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and, and, and that I like, okay, who is this for? Cause it starts <laughs> off feeling like, like it's more for kids, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like the animation itself seems like something you would see on, like a like a young children's animation block, like just the character styles, the designs, of the characters. The Kung Fu um, Panda. It, it felt Kung Fu Panda. -ish. Sure, sure, yeah. Like like initially, I thought ten and under, maybe, um, maybe like some tweens. But for the most part, my initial thought was this is going to be for little kids. And then halfway through that second episode, I was like, I'm not sure I'd let. Like I probably let my teenagers watch this, probably. Yeah, no, they they'd be fine. I don't know. I don't know that my eleven year old would love it. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 my, yeah. No, my my eleven year old saw that part that I referenced a few minutes ago. I was like, oh, oh, oh. No, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't like that. I don't like that. Um, but uh, okay, so not knowing who it's targeted to. We, the, the story so far is it takes place in the 1920s and it's again the origin story of gizmo and and i guess how he ends up in the stead of uh the man we see at the beginning of gremlins the first gremlins and the beginning of the second gremlins yeah um and uh what's the easiest choice you can make window instead of middle seat picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket outsourcing business tasks you hate what about selling with shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. So it's very, very steeped in this kind of mysticism, this magic, uh, a, a bunch of different mogwais that that's where Gizmo comes from. He ends up in uh, out of his like little forest enchanted forest area um, and uh, in, in the hands of uh, a young boy and his family. Um, and uh, so the first episode is very, very gizmo centric and the, the little boys centric. It's not until the end of that episode that we see uh, any gremlin action. And uh, you said to me in the, in the, in the chat, like for a gremlin show, where are the gremlins? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was I was watching the first episode, and these these are only about like twenty twenty ish, twenty two, twenty four minutes a piece. Um, and yeah, that first episode, I got two thirds of the way through it, and I was like, yeah, for a show with about gremlins, it needs more gremlins. <laughs> And and you gave me a hard time, and you're like, "Have you never seen a Gremlins movie? Don't you know how this all works?" And you know, I, I said something about my masculinity or something. It was weird. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I understand like the original Gremlins movie. You don't see the Gremlins until much later. They introduce you to Gizmo and the other main characters of the movie, and then all of the rules that we all know and love about gremlins. And, uh, and then eventually we break all of those rules because we let, you know, um, one of those Corey kids, uh, over <laughs> yeah, and, that's and right. he, and he, uh, and he breaks them all. And then, uh, yeah. Yeah. So you, so, you know, so you know how it works. Yeah. You know how it works. We, we don't, we don't see the furry gremlins until the end of the first episode. Um, if, and uh, so in in both of the Gremlins movies, that we spend more time with them as furry Gremlins. It takes a little while to get started, to get Gizmo with some water on him. And then eventually, then then we have all these little furry Gremlins, uh, the furry Mogwai, the little assholes, right? Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then maybe about like 20 minutes, there's a, whole, there's a little bit of time with them just as those little rambunctious hoodlums. And then... Then eventually there's a and little period and time. Then they get then they get into the egg egg shape and they become gremlins. Uh, if 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 I have one critique, I I'm I'm sure I have more. But if I have one critique, Travis, it's that I wish they would have spent more than that one episode in uh, furry gremlin rambunctious mode. Uh, if it, it felt like they felt like they zoomed past it. I um, I don't think they. I think they stay furry gremlins throughout the first one, and they don't eat after midnight until the second episode. 
and then they cocoon up and then you see the first hatched cocoon like right at the end of episode two if oh. if I remember correctly, so I mean yeah. you're still you're it's still not far off from what you're saying. It feels pretty early if you consider that this is a ten episode season for the first first season. I don't know how many seasons are going to get picked up of this series, um, but yeah, like within the first twenty percent, we're we're already looking at having gremlin gremlins in and. <laughs> here here's here's the thing okay <laughs> you have the the dark magic guy right uh, yeah mm-hmm. the sorcerer or whatever the 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 evil gremlins are in his company at the end of the second episode are are we gonna assume that he somehow is able to control or manipulate these to do his bidding because if that if that's the case, I don't know. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be able to stick with this this concept because <laughs> because we've had a couple of blockbuster films. Um, I really don't know how well either of those films did in the box office in their day, but <laughs> we have two classic films where gremlins are just uncontrollable. Like they're like like anarchy and mischief are are in their DNA. They don't take well, orders from nobody. That, that, I mean, that, that, that's true. That's true. But, you know, I, I think at its core, if we, if we go back to brain gremlin, uh, you know, he, 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 they, they call him uncivilized, right? But they're just looking for a place. They're looking for a place to call their own. And so he has to speak for them. I think the gremlins, they want what all of us want right they want they want a life they want to raise a family and if if this dark wizard is able to provide that to them like maybe maybe using his mind powers he's able to communicate to them in a way that that traditional english or 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 uh mandarin uh doesn't doesn't reach out to them right doesn't doesn't connect with and and that's really so i think that's what we're gonna see in in the throughout throughout the course of the series maybe but you know oh, by the way that this is kind of going, going back on a, on a serious note i was interested there's a, a little scene where the the furry gremlin versions are in a in a trunk and they're like trying to go crazy they're like trying to get out and then gizmo sings a song and then and then they calm down i hadn't seen that in any movie by my recollection I thought that was interesting. Like, oh, there, there's, there's a, there's actually a kind of a weird. Is there a purpose to that song? Like a functional purpose to, uh, to soothe the savage gremlin beat? I, I feel like this is just the first of many attempts to retcon the gremlins lore through <laughs> this animated show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put on my, my best neck beard for this and, and start really punching holes in, in the, in the gremlins lore. Well, here's what I, here's what I want to talk to you about, Travis. Two episodes out of ten. Each of the episodes is is titled "Don't." One is like "Don't get them wet." Don't feed them after midnight. And uh, you know, watching it with with my kid, he's like, "So what if he crosses time zones?" And it was like, "It's it's based off of local time, right?" 
Like yeah, what if all gremlin experts know it's based on local time. And what it's I mean, based what on the sun's position relative to the earth. It's science. Relative to the meal. <laughs> right. Right. It's 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 science. Everybody knows that. Uh, anyway, two episodes. I'm wondering if if they take some of the plot throughout the the rest of the series and like tell us some other secrets of the Mogwai and ask answer some of these hard hitting questions Ooh. instead of like having you know couch experts like Brandon Cruz, <laughs> Doctor Brandon Cruz, uh, who did his thesis on gremlinology. Uh, instead of like having me answer the question, if the writers of Gremlins, The Secrets of the Mogwai, answer these questions for us. Now, 1920s, we didn't have airplanes, right? Maybe they won't be able to answer that. But maybe they'll have like a similar thing, like, oh, I'm going really fast down a a river. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Sure. Maybe. Maybe that's the case. I I do want to ask couch expert phd in gremlinology brandon cruz <laughs> did did gizmo have the name gizmo before the start of the first gremlins movie or was he named gizmo by the characters in that film no he had he had the name gizmo hmm. be, be, beforehand and uh, so that's one of the secrets of the mogwai that you find <laughs> out in, in this series is that he has a name that sounds a lot like Gizmo, and eventually <laughs> uh, he tries to explain it to the little boy, and then he's like, yeah, it's good. Gizmo's good. Yeah, it's close <laughs> enough. <laughs> and there, and there, we, there we go. Um, yeah. All right. Well, anything else you want to say about this, this Gremlins cartoon? Yeah. The last thing I'll say is there's uh, all, the, all, the, all the voice actors are very – very heavy Asian. Uh, so like a lot of representation there, which, which is sure. cool. Zach Galligan, who uh, was in the original gremlin movies is credited as being on the show, but we haven't seen him yet. So I'm wondering when he actually comes into play. Oh, um, that so is keep, interesting. I'm keep that in mind. Um, hmm. But that's all I want to say about gremlins secret of the Mogwai. I like it. All right. I mean, I'll, I'll keep watching it because I want to know the secrets to gotta, to gotta know them secrets. You gotta, in order to to keep my PhD, um, keep tenure. <laughs> that, that there, there it is. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta you gotta get those. Uh, what is it? SEUs for your for your <laughs> for your Gremlin certifications. Yeah, continuing Gremlin education. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Well, yeah. If you uh, if you have kids that like Gremlins, check out Secrets of the, of the Mogwai. Uh, it's on Max. Um, how was your transition to Max from HBO Max? Was it seamless? Did it did it feel jarring? Did you have to download a new app? I did have to download a new app. It wasn't as jarring as I thought it was going to be. Uh, to be honest with you, I thought it was fairly fairly smooth. I opened up the HBO Max, and it said, "We're Max now. Download this other app." I'm like, "Ah, oh, damn it! I'm going to have to download it." There it is, folks. That's that's where he froze on our stream. So mm, he's he's not gonna like that I'm talking over him because he's probably talking, uh, and it's, <laughs> I, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a challenge for him in, in this portion of the editing. 
but uh, I put a, I put a little marker. I put a little marker. He's got a marker. Uh, this is right funny. where where I messed up. Okay, but for the video viewers, no edits. You get no the edit. raw. You get the raw, baby. Well, I don't know what I what I what I said uh, necessarily, but it was seamless. I opened up the app. I downloaded the app. I thought I was gonna have to put in credentials. I didn't. I didn't have to put in credentials. Once I opened up Max, it just went straight to uh, the accounts. I'm like, oh, cool, cool. So it was it was pretty easy. How about how about you? Was it was it difficult? Um, it hasn't been difficult. The issue has been I've had to do it like f- five times because I had to in my oldest room. She wanted to watch a movie that was on HBO Max, so I had to like fix it in on her like fire stick okay and then both of my apple tvs i had to fix it and download the new app and re-sign in and then on my phone thankfully when i watch on my computer while i'm painting miniatures (laughs) uh i it was that was pretty seamless i was just able to log right in so um it's been seamless the whole time i've just had to do it numerous times yeah uh, yeah, yeah um the last thing i want to say about h max the last thing i'll say about max is just a little bit of controversy out there if you if you open up any of the movies or shows uh normally you go in there you be like directed by written by starring etc cetera, etc cetera. well now there's just a, a a block of created by like creators and it has everybody in there listed um, mm. it doesn't say directed by written by etc it just has their names which is a big what to do right because we're in the middle of a wga strike yeah where, yeah. where everybody wants the credit and they want to get paid for it and now max is like eh, just put them all in there put them in a blurb for creating lump them all in a paragraph it's fine uh, so they so uh, some shit some shit to be given to them now and so they said they're going to fix it, but it's going to take a couple months to uh, fix I mean, all of them. These things take time. I'm I'm not going to argue with that. I I am very curious. I was I was actually kind of afraid that I was going to lose access to Max altogether because my HBO Max subscription was tied to my internet service. Oh. Um, I have AT&T fiber internet, um, which is why my internet's been great all night. Um, <laughs> sorry, Brandon. Um, uh, <laughs> but along with that, I also got my HBO max subscription included in the service. And so I was like, here it comes, here comes the loophole. I'm, I'm going to lose my subscription or something because I had HBO max included, but not max. And they'll probably just not include it anymore. Well, it works fine. Nothing has changed. Um, and I haven't seen any ads or anything like that. So I think max has a crazy new pricing tier where you have to like spend a lot of money to get like no, no ads and stuff. But I haven't seen that yet. So, huh. uh, if you're an AT and T executive, then you're listening to this. Thank everything, you. Everything's fine. Everything's <laughs> fine. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about it. Well, uh, that's all. We, that's all we've got about uh, Little Mermaid, Gremlins, Max. Now, now it's now it's 
Brandon Cruz's grab bag of topics. <laughs> All right, let, let's let's start with the first one. I watched John Wick four. John Wick four. It was good. It was long. It was like th- three hours. Is it under the table or over the table? Uh, what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I I finally watched all three John Wicks, and then the fourth one came out. But like, by the end of the third one, they're like, "Oh, does this take place under the high table?" Or blah blah blah. And it's it's get it's getting real convoluted. Oh. Yeah, no, it's it's still, it's still convoluted. But you don't watch it. You don't watch it for for plot. You watch no. it. No, to do really badass stuff you and watch it to see john wick punch someone and then grab their arm and flip them over his shoulder and onto the ground because that is a move that john wick does numerous times in every john wick movie but this one you get to watch him do it with nunchucks hey. uh, <laughs> um so it, it was it was good it was long we had to take a break because it was so long we weren't expecting it to be so long um uh there's right. a, a cool there, there's a cool part you want you want to talk about the the length aspect? No, I want to know where you watched it because oh. we 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 bought it. We bought we oh. bought it and we watched it at home. Fair enough. Uh, there's a part that is is that I that I liked, and I haven't I hadn't seen too many people mention this, but there's a the movie The Warriors, which we talked about a long time ago on this this show. Warriors. Uh, and uh, as as you know, in the Warriors, there's a there's a DJ, there's a disc jockey who's like, hey, all you boppers, uh, go and get go get the warriors, right? And like, she sends all the gangs after the warriors, um, and then plays "Nowhere to Hide from You, Baby" or something like that. Whatever the song. Anyway, to do. Yeah, they mm-hmm. they do an homage to that in John Wick Four, like like a very on the nose, like it's it's clearly influenced by that, uh, which I which I thought was cool, and I didn't see anybody mention that. Anyways. That's that's one topic. Go watch John Wick Four if you like that stuff. Topic two: push-ups. Conclusion. We started this at the beginning of the month, and now we're 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 coming down to the wire. We just needed to do three thousand push-ups by the end of May, and by goodness gracious, we're almost there. How are your triceps doing? Um. Well, that's that's the thing is I I, I use my 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 uh, my titties. Right? <laughs> I, I, um, uh, that's one thing I've noticed this month is like, based on where you put your hands, pushups can be very different. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't messed, honestly, I don't do my triceps that much, uh, because that puts a lot of strain on my shoulder. Mm. Um, and, and it should put more strain on my triceps, but because my triceps are so weak, like it ends up putting a lot more strain on my shoulder and, uh, and then it hurts. And so I haven't done as as much of those, but I do, you know, try to like switch them up every once in a while. Um, All right. How how do you feel? Do you feel like this this was more difficult to do to get three thousand pushups in uh, in a month uh, as difficult as you were expecting, or, or easier than you thought? I the difficult thing is just maintaining a rhythm uh, to fit fit these pushups in. Yeah. Like, uh. You, you, you want to say, and I say you, like the universal, you want to say, okay, every hour, just do 10. Just do 10. And then what happens is then you miss an hour. You're like, okay, well, next hour I'll do 20. And then you miss that one. You're like, well, crap. 
And then like in the middle of the second hour, like at the two hour, 45 minute mark, you're like, oh, well, I have time now. Let's go ahead and pump out a bunch. And so it's hard to maintain that, that consistency. And then when it, especially when it's like every single day, yeah. you're like, yeah. where do I, where do I fit, the, fit these things in? But then also if you haven't done pushups for a long time, like building that up, building up to that and then having to take breaks and then being like, oh shit, I only did 25 today, <laughs> which means I have to, I have to compensate for those later down the road. Where am I going to do that? Am I going to have enough time? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I, I feel like I was able to pretty consistently maintain close to a 100 per day average with some additional, um, banking those additional pushups early in the month so that a couple of days where I either forgot to do them all or the one day when I intentionally took the whole day off and didn't do any, any pushups, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm covered to where I don't have to like have a dramatic 200 pushup day or something like that. Um, but yeah, I think like where I'm at for the last like week of this challenge, it's really been four sets of 25 feels like something that's not 25 pushups isn't going to take a significant dent out of whatever you're doing. So long as you're in a place where you can adequately like and appropriately go down and do pushups. I found myself uh, throughout this month being in, in like public places and being like, Oh man, I could probably knock out some pushups right now, but I don't want people to look at me because this <laughs> is not an appropriate place to be doing pushups. Yeah. I'll just wait till later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, the thing about doing push-ups in front of anybody, and I talked about this probably, is is you just know, you just know that there's going to be somebody who's like, "Hey, you're not going down far enough. Break that, break <laughs> that's that." That's not a real push-up. That's right? that's a fake push-up. When 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 I worked out at Tampa, we we did push-ups all the time. Like we kept, I had a whiteboard and we had like so many names on there. People would stop by and do push-ups with us, and. If you were doing push-ups, inevitably there was somebody who was like, "Hey, Brandon, hey, that's that's not that's not one, 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 one." We're just repeating the number as you're doing them. You're like, get out of here! The fact is that I'm trying to do something. That's the important. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here, you knucklehead. Um, anyway, we're almost done with the push-ups. Yeah, and and there were there were definitely a few times where I would be going to bed at like. 10 30 11 o'clock and then i'd be like oh shoot i've only done 50 push-ups today and so then like i'm like getting ready for bed and like sheena's like heading to bed and i'm like no i go to bed as soon as i get 30 more push-ups didn't you just do a bunch of push-ups yep just got 30 more and so i just like sit there in bed and then like jump up randomly knock out some push-ups <laughs> and then like okay now i can go to sleep that's no, it's very, very, very true and accurate. The other night I, uh, Chelsea was already asleep. I went, went into bed. I got into bed and I was like, Oh shit, I need to, I need to do 40 more pushups. I'm like, now I'll just have to make up for them later. But then for some reason the, the dog started barking outside and she wouldn't stop barking. Like, okay. I got it. That was pushups. I got it. Push, push, push. I was like, Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then, like, getting into bed, like, <sighs> just like, yeah, that's the worst when your like heart rate's all up and stuff because you're just doing a bunch of push ups. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, cool. Uh, Only two more days, and then we'll 
have to come up with well and then next month is that your that's your half yeah. marathon right it is it sure is it sure is um so, we'll, we'll, so what what a midlife crisis to have all this fitness we'll talk we'll talk about that more in the upcoming weeks um now i mentioned i mentioned going to sleep right i i sleep i sleep on the, i sleep on the couch sometimes sometimes i like falling asleep to a movie which is where this next topic comes in which is i woke i went usually i like put on shutter or i put on a, a horror movie just I just fall asleep to maybe robocop maybe gremlins i fell asleep to gremlins too the other day and um i'm like oh the exorcist is on max okay yeah let's let's go ahead and put that on and uh and i woke up midway through the movie and just that there's a there's a very subtle like hum a low rumbling hum in in the soundtrack of that movie and Friedkin does a really good job direct, directing it. It's still in the movies that scares me, which, so when you wake up in the middle of the night and it's a scene where Ellen Burstyn comes in, she, uh, Reagan is the, the daughter. Uh, Ellen Burstyn plays a mother. She comes home at night and the lights are, are dim already in the house. And then eventually periodically like the lights flicker. And as the lights flicker, there's a little, there's a, there's a demonic face that is very like kind of, there's, low opacity but it's it's there in the in the darkness and it's creepy as shit i wake up at this point in time and i'm like ah, <laughs> no no not happening <laughs> so I, I changed the movie to something i don't know something super lighthearted, maybe dumb and dumber or <laughs> there you go there you go uh, anyways, exorcist great movie still uh, I, th I think some kids don't think it's scary anymore, but, um, and, and, and I, I don't know, I think maybe I like it because I'm not religious either. So there's still, there's, there, there's something where it's like, it's, uh, there, I don't know, there's some yeah. magic here still, hmm. uh, but, um, okay. Cool. That was third grab bag topic, last grab bag topic, really to, 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 to build the envelope of this, this podcast, we started talking about video games with the legend of zelda we're gonna end with video games i wanted to play something this weekend i wanted to do something and i'm like okay so i've sat on xbox flipped through everything i'm like i don't want to play that i don't want to play that i want to play that by the way i kicked matt's ass at madden Woo! obviously uh, by, by the way um i found this game called the planet of lana it's on xbox game pass and i don't know if you've ever played limbo um but it's it's this it's a side-scrolling kind of platforming slash puzzle game that isn't built on action. It's all the enemies are overpowered. You want to avoid the enemies, okay. and you just you're you're experiencing the story. It's a very narrative-driven uh, type experience with some puzzle aspects, and no dialogue. It's all the story is coming from the things you find, the background, the environments, all that good stuff. So I, Planet of Lana, played that, very good game, uh, beat it in a, in a day or so. And then after I was done with that, I, I'm like, I want to play another game like that, where it's just, it's relaxing. I don't have to think too hard. I could just experience a, a story, right? But interactively. And so I picked up this other game called Bramble, that one I actually actually purchased, but it was like five stars uh, reviewed. Um, and that is another 
although that one's not a side-scrolling game, that's uh, third person. Uh, it is also a very uh, fun experience, and I beat that one today. Awesome, awesome. And both of those stories are, uh, you know, I, I they're European, maybe like Swedish or or Finnish, um, but like the the sensibilities from the studios over there very very cool for for stories because like i'm used to american stories and like like i, I don't know it, it's going into their lore and their um you know like like trolls and uh like mountain kings and this yeah, very yeah. very fantasy type stuff uh, which is very very cool anyway i recommend that and that's my that's my minute <laughs> those are that, that's like, your minute that's your minute um <laughs> i'm just gonna keep playing tears of the kingdom because i still have so much to do so much i almost bought star wars and i'm like no mm. something simple like bramble or planet of lana <laughs> top k man it's i can't i can't i as much as i was like i'm gonna wait on that game i'm so glad i have it already because um it is just really enjoyable to play and it's and it's one of those things where you're like i want to progress the the main story okay, I'll play that for a little while. And then you find some random person and they're like, oh, I've got a side quest for you. And you're like, that seems kind of interesting. And <laughs> then you realize you can't figure out what they're asking for. And you're like, I'm not going to do this anymore. <laughs> and then you go do something else or you uh, go farm some resources or there's like three different levels because there's sky islands, there's depths, there's like, there's so much to explore. Um, it's just, it's wild. It's uh and it's crazy that that's running on a Switch because it is not a next-gen console at all. So, um, yeah, fun times. Tears of the Kingdom. Still recommend it. Yeah. yeah Didn't yeah. change my mind from the beginning of the episode. I do I do, I do, want, I do, want to check it out, and I, I will check it out eventually. Still waiting for a Jeremiah to, to send it to me. Um, oh, last, last thing. I, I did. Uh, I roasted some marshmallows. I also went mini-golfing. Uh, went to the local fair, <laughs> uh, did did that as well. Um, I probably I probably did a, a thing. Or, Let's I, talk about fairs and the Chuck content. Wagon Festival. We'll talk about that in a little bit of post show. Uh, so if you want to be part of that post show, hang out on Twitch Monday nights, or you can go to Patreon.com/slash/ApatheticEnthusiasm, where you can get recorded versions of our post show uh, posted there every week that we have a post show. Oh, and Matt's here. So Matt can hang out for the post show. This will be wonderful. <laughs> uh, be thanks to everybody for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Um, if you are new to this show, please uh, subscribe, uh, write a review. If you're new, we'd love to hear what you think about the show. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you can like, subscribe, do the bell notification, all that fun stuff. Leave a comment. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, and until next time, I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. Thank you so much, everybody. Appreciate you. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.